Hey, hi, hello, my creepy lovelies. Welcome back to another Wednesday here at the Creepy Cryptid Crypt. I am your host, Black Widow. And today I'm going to tell you about the shitty human beings named Fred and Rosemary West. Now, this couple did a fuck ton of terrible things, and therefore there are a lot of trigger warnings in this episode, such as rape and torture. So, listener, beware if those are triggers for you. I would recommend skipping this episode because it gets rough. Um, I'd also like to say, as I've previously said in the Flatwoods Monster episode, if you listen, that, um, if you guys want more in-depth coverage of this case, you guys should check, like, If Wine and Crime or And That's Why We Drink or, uh, My Favorite Murder have, have this episode. It's likely they do. This is a big case. Um, I started writing this episode and got the ick, so I'm keeping everything high level, Um, I also would like to point out I had a hard time finding a lot of data on the victims because at one point I was like, eh, fuck these guys, let's focus on the victims. Um, So yeah, so I have what I have. I would apologize, but if you guys research this in depth, you would know that this is just like, no. Okay, big sip of coffee. All right, so... Um, it's reported mostly that Fred, also known as Frederick West, was born into a poor family of mostly farm workers. Um, ah, fuck. I did another hmm, voice to notes on this. All right. So this is all happening somewhere in the UK. I can't read what I spoke because apparently my phone said, get fucked. I don't know what you're talking about. So somewhere in the UK, I apologize. Um, He was child number two out of six, and uh, he would later end up claiming that his dad had incestuous relations with his younger sisters, and that his dad also taught him bestiality. Um, He also alleged that his mother began sexually assaulting him at an early age. So, this... I don't know if any of that was ever confirmed, but I will say that it... I will say that what follows in this case may have been a learned behavior as a result of those things if they actually occurred. Yeah. Um, Let's take another sip of coffee. Alright, so in school, he was good with his hands doing crafts and artwork, so he, like, really liked his woodworking classes. He did really well. But, like, in his regular academic courses, he suffered. Um, So as a result, he skipped school. He, like, quit at age 15. Um, And so when he's... Mm. Okay, all right. Quit school at the age of 15, right? So we're going to jump ahead two years. Um, 17 years old, he suffers a fractured skull and a broken arm and a broken leg from a motorcycle accident. Um, and this accident actually ended up putting him in an eight-day coma. And his family would state that after his recovery from the incident, he was prone to sudden fits, fits of rage. Excuse me. So a couple of years later, he's 20 years old. He uh, knocked himself unconscious for about 24 hours after hitting his head in a fall from a fire escape. So um, he's had a lot of head trauma. So between the early, um, potentially early sexual abuse and incestuous stuff at home, the head trauma during those pivotal years, because we all know our prefrontal cortex 
um, and some of the other parts of our brain aren't fully developed until we're 25, or at least that's what research says to date in this universe. I don't know. Um, so we know that because of these things, this he's already at higher risk for committing really violent crimes because of all these things. Um, also because, you know, there's a lot of research that head trauma will change your, your biology, your chemistry, how you understand things. Uh, so usually where your brain says, Hey, this is bad. Let's not do that. All of that's impacted in your brain, like doesn't have the ability to say, that's bad. Let's not do that. Or it does. And you have a bigger part of your brain that says, like, ah, fuck it. Like, it's just not good. Not good. Not good. Okay. So, um, and we're in like the late 1950s, early 1960s. I apologize for not giving us a time frame for a reference. So after he recovers from his fall off the fire escape. Um, at some point in time at the age of 20, he is arrested for, he being Fred, molested for, molested. He was arrested for molesting a 13-year-old girl. He was convicted, but one report stated that, like, he escaped a sentence of imprisonment. I don't really know what the fuck that means. Um, but, so it sounds like he was convicted, and they were probably like, oh, he's young, he didn't know any better, or he won't do it again. No imprisonment, blah, 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 blah. Um, what's interesting, though, actually, that's not interesting. That makes sense if the family is trying to keep people out of their business. His family ended up disowning him after this incident. And like I just said, that makes sense because if they're doing shady shit at home, they don't want the cops anywhere near their business because then they can keep doing shady, terrible shit without anybody knowing what's going on. It's just fucking horrendous. Um, <clears throat> so a year later, in September of 1962, he reached out to a former girlfriend, Catherine Costello, who was also known as Reina, um, you know, trying to reconnect. In her earlier life, she had been a sex worker, and so Reina was the name that she went by in her trade. Um, so they, you know reconnected, they got back together, um, and at this point in time, like, Raina was pregnant by another dude, but they got married anyway. Fred was like, fuck it, I'm not worried about it, like, I love you, it'll be fine. Um, and they got married on November 17th, I think, in 1962 still. And then they moved to Lancashire. Ah, okay, here we go. My phone picked up some of the places in the UK. Um, there, Raina gave birth to a daughter, Charmaine Carroll, on February 22nd in 1963, and Raina and Wes just told people that they adopted Charmaine, um, and that her dad was, like, from Pakistan. And then in July of 1964, Raina had another daughter named Anne-Marie, um, and during this time, Wes was working as an ice cream van driver? Why is that? Oh, yep. Um, working as an ice cream driver, right? He's got two kids at home, a lady. He's trying to work within societal norms. Unfortunately, he ran over and killed a boy on November 4th, 1965, with his ice cream truck. So obviously they had to move. Um, they took their friend Isa McNeil, who was their nanny, and one of Raina's other friends, this lady named McFall, 
and the kids, and they all moved into the Lakeside Caravan Park in Bishop's Cleve, Gloucestershire. Because, um, you know, West, like, had, was fearing for his life at this point. Like, he ran over a kid with an ice cream truck. Like, you're going to be in danger after that. There's, yeah. I also wonder, though, because I couldn't really see anything that said um, in a lot of the articles that he had been arrested for that. So I also wonder if, like, he just fled the scene and, like, they tacked that on later. Maybe my notes will tell us as we get further down. We'll see. Um. Ah. All right, so they're moved. He's now in this weird situation. He's got his wife the two kids, and then two extra bitches. Um, and so at this point, it gets really rocky in the marriage because West has some very sadistic sexual demands. And as a result, the nanny and Raina move away to Scotland in 1966. But McFall stayed behind because she was infatuated with West. Um, and for some reason, the two kids stayed with him, which was not a good idea at all. That was a big fucking mistake, but their mom came to visit them every couple of months, um, so she still had contact with them. But in August of 1967, McFall was eight months pregnant at the time with West Child, and she just, like, disappeared. Disappeared. Um, they never reported her missing, but they ended up finding her remains in June of 1994. So, um, now we're getting into... Some really heavy bad shit, okay? Um, and like I said, it's 1967. McFall is missing. There's no report of her being... There's no report of her being reported missing. That's fucking redundant. Sorry. Um, no report is filed. She's eight months pregnant. It doesn't track, right? Um, but so that's all said and done. So I, I assume that Wes like, contacts Raina and he's like, hey... She's out of the picture. She left. Uh, I want to I wanna be with you. I'm so sorry. I fucked up. Blah, blah, blah. Because Raina comes back to live with West and her kids. But then she leaves again a year later. And she left the kids again. Not a good idea. Um, so, and again, 1968. They are still married. Probably should have just fucking divorced his ass. But hey, maybe it was expensive. Maybe it was hard to do. I didn't grow up in that time period, so I don't know what divorce was like then. I'm sure it was some dumb man-made thing, like, you need the signature of your father and the other father to get divorced. Fucking stupid assholes. Um, okay. Sorry, off track. It's 1968. Rain is gone. But Wes meets his next wife, Rosemary, on November 29th, 1960. And, um... This this kind of just keeps getting worse. Like at this point, in I would just tell Banshee to like buckle the fuck up because it, it doesn't get better. Um, and you know, like you hear a story a couple of times on other podcasts, so you read about it, and then you're like, "Damn, that was fucked up," and then you forget about it until you go talk about it, and that's that's what I'm dealing with right now. Um, so if there weren't already enough red flags about Fred West when he meets Rosemary, um, she's fucking 15 years old. 15. This is math. This is math. Let's do some math. There's, I'm sorry. I, my brain can't do it. There's, there's enough of an age difference where it's gross as fuck. Gross as fuck. Um, 
And on her 16th birthday, she moves in with Fred. And a few months later, they move from the caravan park to a two-story house in Gloucestershire. And then on October 17th, 1970, she's maybe 17 at this point, she gave birth to a daughter who was Fred's. Uh, They named her Heather, and at this point in time, Fred was in jail for theft, and he was in jail for about a year. So he's still doing criminal shit, not being rehabilitated at fucking all. Also, he's a gross fucking pedophile. Um, Here's where things get a little wily. Who the fuck? Please hold. Hmm. Okay, so you remember how Fred's kids, Fred and Raina's kids, are still living with Fred? So during Fred's imprisonment, it's believed that Rosemary killed Charmaine, Raina's first daughter. Um, Yeah, no, get out of here, notes. Um, So one article said, sorry, my notes are like arguing with themselves because it's doing text-to-speak. It's like, that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. That makes sense. This is madness. Um... One article stated that it happened while Fred was imprisoned. The other article stated that it happened, like, right as he got out of jail in June of 1971. We don't have a clear timeline. Could be either. Um, So according to Anne-Marie, Charmaine's little sister, Raina's second daughter, um, everybody in the house, especially the sisters, were subject to frequent beatings, but Charmaine especially got into fights with Rosemary and pissed her off all the time the most because she refused to stop crying. So Charmaine essentially disappears. Rosemary tells people that her mom came back and got her and took her to Scotland. Right? Okay. But then Raina comes back for a visit and she's like, where the fuck is my kid? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Here's an idea. We're going to make you disappear too. So Raina's gone. There's a rumor swirling around that he made sure Fred, um, Then he killed Raina to make sure there were no hiccups, no investigations, nothing. They can continue on. So Raina's out. Charmaine's gone. Uh, But because Raina's out of the picture, Fred and Rosemary can get married now. So they got married on January 29th, 1972. Um, And on June, on June, in June 1972, Rosemary gave birth to their second daughter, May. Um, Here's, here's, we're going to get ickier and worse here, all right? So just buckle up. If you're drinking, grab your drink. I'm, I have coffee, so it's not a one-for-one, one, but you know. Um, so after Rosemary gives birth to their daughter, West encourages his wife to become a sex worker. Which I don't... I don't have anything nice to say about that, um, I think that if I had a wife, that's not necessarily I would encourage her, you know, necessarily something I would encourage her to do, unless maybe it was like a OnlyFans, and it's like a video or whatever, and you'd be like, yeah, girl, go, get it, but like, mm, sleeping with other people in a house, I personally wouldn't want that for my wife, but I don't know, maybe it works for some people. Not ragging on it. Um, I also just have the ick because this couple and this story in particular is just totally fucked. So, um, all that to say. So, 
all in all, Rosemary had um, seven children, it was reported, so they needed a bigger house. So they moved to a bigger house. Wes converted that upper floor of the house to uh, like a bordello or a brothel, for lack of better words. Um, but he put peepholes in the rooms upstairs so he could watch the interactions with his wife. Um, and then, like, you know, would be able to tell the kids, like, don't come upstairs during this time. Like, mom's busy, mom's working, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's also reported that Rosemary came from a family with a lot of incest as as well. And so um, some of, some of, a few of the reports I found said that Rosemary's dad would often visit their home to come have sex with Rosemary with Fred's approval. Um, there's a lot going on. Fuck, we're still in 1972? Okay. So in October of 1972, they're like, we need a nanny. This is too much. We can't manage both because you're doing your job, Rosemary, and I'm peeping on you doing your job. So nobody's watching the seven fucking children plus Anne-Marie. Um, so they hire a nanny, Caroline Roberts, um, and they tried to like, I almost said pineapple her. That's not the word. They tried to bring her as, in as a third, as like a swinger for their open whatever the fuck. Um, Caroline was uncomfortable, so she refused, and then she ended up quitting and leaving a few weeks later. Um, unfortunately, shortly after that, in December, they invited her back to the house, where um, they ended up both raping her, and she was only allowed to leave the day after because she had to promise to come back as their nanny. She reported the rape to the police, but ended up withdrawing the accusation after the case came to court. Um, Wes did actually plead guilty to a reduced charge of indecent insult, and he was fined like 50 pounds. So, and I've said this like 10 times already. This is, we're getting worse. We're going we're gonna to progressively get worse from here. So just like, buckle up. Grab your drink. Or if you already feel like this is too fucked up, just, you know, hit the stop button. Totally okay. Just boop. Okay, so we know already these are terrible people who have experienced terrible things in life. I would like to caveat that by saying a lot of people have experienced terrible things in life. They don't always become terrible people. But these people, these people are fucking terrible. They're terrible parents and they should not have existed. Fred should have died in that coma when he was 20. Okay. So in early 1973, both parents took eight-year-old Anne-Marie to the cellar where they bound and gagged her while West raped her and Rosemary watched. And then, in 1979, Anne-Marie got pregnant by her dad, but the pregnancy was terminated. Um, she did manage to leave home after this. Uh, so she was safe. But now Heather, the younger sister, is her dad's target, who ends up disappearing a few years later. Um, and then we jump, right? So now we jump to, like, May 1992. West gets really bold and um, films himself raping one of his daughters and does it two more times 
Um, and after that, she told her friends at school and one of the friends told her mom and thankfully her mom went to the fucking cops. So that math isn't tracking. So after that, police are like, we have to do something. We have to fucking do something. So they start investigating um, and they do that. So Wes is charged. Rosemary is charged as an accomplice. Um, I think they were charged with rape. Wes, Rosemary, sorry, is also charged with child cruelty. And they put the two remaining kids in foster care. I know I had earlier said that there were seven children. I don't know where the rest of them went. I don't know. Um, unfortunately, the rape case against Wes collapsed because both witnesses refused to testify because, you know, uh, Anne-Marie left, she got out, and Heather had been missing. So these two other girls are probably fucking terrified. They don't know what happened to their sisters. Like, I would be fucking terrified too. But one of the girls, while talking to the social workers about their life... Um, and like, you know, where they're going to be placed in foster care and all that stuff made a joke about their sister. They're like, oh yeah, you know, like she's buried under the patio. And thankfully that social worker took it seriously and helped the authorities get a search warrant in February, which allowed them to excavate, excavate, excavate. Yeah. The garden to look for Heather. Um, hang on. So then they get to arrest Fred West the next day because they found human remains and he ended up confessing, but then he retracted his confession, then he reconfessed, and then he denied that Rosemary was involved and Rosemary was arrested a couple months later in April for sex offenses, but was later charged again with murder as they begin, they began, they continued to find and investigate more and more of the property because now they're finding more bodies and we're getting to a point where Wes is like, uh, okay, um, so I killed nine people, including my first wife. And they're like, uh, okay, we are going to take you to court. So they were brought before a magistrate, which is how the court system works across the pond, from what I understand. And Fred was charged with uh, 11 murders, and Rosemary was charged with 10 of them. Um, and he, that doesn't make any sense either. I have to stop doing this text-to-speak notes. Okay, so they're arrested, right? Pending trial. Uh, they ended up finding McFall's body at his property, so he was also officially charged with her murder. Um, but in January of 1995, Fred West hanged himself. Um, while he was in remand or on remand. So, like, in the UK, that's part, like, what I think what is equivalent in the US judicial system is, like, when you're in jail before your trial starts. So, like, he hanged himself in jail. Um, they held a funeral. Nobody came, obviously. He was cremated. Yeah. Um, so, at this point, right, now the whole case is focused on Rosemary. And they only have circumstantial evidence because she didn't confess at all. So fortunately she was tried in October of 1995 and found guilty of all 10 murders and sentenced to life in prison. 
And the judge at this time recommended that she never be released. What? Okay. Sorry. Uh, the judge recommended she never be released, right? So 18 months later, back at their house, um, it was agreed upon that the house should be demolished. So they demolished the whole fucking house, turned it into a walkway to discourage people from getting souvenirs from their West house. Um, yeah. So some... My brain wants to say some justice, but I think just... I don't, I think hanging yourself was the easy way out, so I don't really feel like these victims got the equivalent to what would be justice in my brain, but that's just my opinion. Um, so we'll just do a recap of the victims, and then we'll end the episode to go do Okay. Um, so my notes, my text-to-speak notes didn't capture all of this properly, so I had to go grab it from the internet. Okay, so. We've got um, Charmaine West, killed in 1971. Uh, Catherine Bernadette, which was actually uh, Raina West, killed in August 1971. Um... Remember when she went to go get her kid back? Nope. And um, like I said, they believe Fred killed her to avoid an investigation. And then there was Linda Gow, killed April 1973. So she was staying at Fred, Fred. Yep, Fred and Rosemary's house, and they would share lovers. And um, following her disappearance, her mom actually showed up at their house and was like, yo, where is my daughter? And they're like, oh, she left to go work somewhere else. Um... But what was weird was Rosemary was wearing Linda's clothes. So, yeah. Um, and then there was Carol Ann Cooper, killed November 1973. Uh, Cooper was living in a nearby children's home in Worcestershire when she disappeared while she was walking home from the movie theater. Sorry, I'm just double-checking. I'm recording. Uh, Lucy Catherine Parrington, killed December 1973. Um, she was hanging out with her family for Christmas. She visited a friend. And then she disappeared after leaving to catch the bus home. Um, there is strong evidence that she had been kept alive for several days. And uh, a week after she disappeared, Fred went to the hospital for um, some pretty serious lacerations that needed to be stitched up. And while the investigators were excavate, excavating, 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 whatever, the house, they found the knife that matched the cuts um, that he had received, I guess, uh, with Parrington's body. Um, and so the police think that he sustained those cuts while he was dismembering Parrington's body. Um, Parrington was a university student who was the cousin of novelist Martin Amis. which was revealed during an interview with Charlie Rose in 1998 that um, Martin was like, yeah, that was my cousin. Uh, Teresa Sigenthaler was killed April 1974. She was a student in South London who left to hitchhike to Ireland and then disappeared. 
Um, Shirley Hubbard killed November 1974. She left a work course in Droitwich to go home, but didn't come home. Uh, her remains were found. Her head was... Uh, this is terrible. It was completely covered in tape, only with a three-inch rubber tube inserted in her mouth to allow her to breathe. Um, Juanita Marion Mott kills April 1975, somebody who used to live at um, Fred and Rosemary's house and was also a sex worker. She disappeared after becoming pregnant with Fred's child. Allison Chambers uh, killed August 1979. Uh, that's the last known sexually motivated killing that I could find in all of this stuff. And then, of course, there was uh, Heather Ann West, their daughter, who was killed June 1987. Um, Fred would say that he meant not to kill her, but she like kept sneering at him, and he said that, and I quote, had to take the smirk off her face. <clears throat> When neighbors asked Rosemary where Heather went, Rosemary said, quote, hell, they had a hell of a row, which is a fight, big fight. So a lot of people think that Rosemary had initiated her death, maybe out of jealousy. I don't really know. Um, they told the rest of their kids that Heather left for a job in Devon, but then later would change their story pretty often and be like, oh yeah, she ran off with a lesbian lover or, you know, she went somewhere else. So, um... They just weren't consistent in their story, and they also would threaten their other children and say, yeah, if you keep this up, you're going to end up under the patio like Heather, which tracks to the um, to what the kids were telling the social workers. So, uh, there were no known murders from 19... 76 to 1977 and uh 1980 to 1986 or between 1988 and 1992 uh he ended up i know i said he confessed to murdering 10 people but other reports here state that he confessed to killing at least 30 people um, police think that there were at least 13. Um, they had 12 confirmed because they also think that Wes killed 15-year-old Mary Bathsom in 1968, but um, they didn't find a body. Uh, also, there was no forensic evidence that linked Fred to the murder of McFall. The state of the body, you know, she was missing a lot of body parts, um, and so it was just hard to get forensic evidence to pin that on Fred. So those are our victims. Um, I'm pretty sure. Give me two seconds. I'm pretty sure what they were doing is they were luring people in as a couple and then torturing and raping them for several days before um, killing them. So yeah, it's just, it's not great. It's a rough episode. So um, there you have the terrible people called Fred and Rosemary West. Um, Go make sure to do something that makes you happy after you listen to this episode, because this is just... It's 
sad and makes me angry. So angry that people could do this, especially to their fucking children. It's just wretched. Um, so yeah, that's the end of this episode. I will talk to you guys on Friday for What the Fuck Friday. I'm sorry if I already said this. I had to re-record this part because, um, like I said, the text-to-speak notes just weren't weren't right. And I wanted to make sure that I got the victims' names and their death dates correct because that's just proper etiquette. Um, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends. Like I said, there will not be a photo for this episode uh, from this story, but there will be a dog photo so you can be happy. So enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. I'm going to go do my real job. And I will talk to you guys on Friday for What the Fuck Friday. Okay, bye!